What's going on out there, Blitzers? New episode here. Yeah, yeah. All Out Blitz podcast. Jeff. Brady. Kicking it for Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. It's playoff football time, folks. Finally. Finally. I mean, finally. I thought you were all sad. I am. <laughs> not, for, not for playoff football. I'm not. Nope. Definitely. Uh, this weekend's going to be crazy. Three yeah. games Saturday. Three games Sunday. This, of course, today, Friday, January 8th, 2021. Getting ready to kick off playoff football. The best football of the year, some yeah. would say. At least last year, absolutely. We'll see if this year can live up to the hype. I'm not so sure. Let's start it off saying that. Last yeah. year's playoff football was phenomenal. Yeah. It looks Every like game was I'm, a killer. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Saturday Saturday looks like it's going to be AFC games. Yep, Sunday NFC. Um, I don't know. There's one. Is it split? Um, I think there's oh. one AFC game, yeah. and then there's two NFC games on Saturday. Then there's one AFC game, and then two NFC games. Yep. Saturday looks more fun than Sunday, though. It does. It does. Well, I mean, well, not real. Well, well, I mean, the AFC games look better than let, the NFC. I want to say, too. let's not say days. Let's just say the NFC is filled with a bunch of goobers. Yeah. Honestly, like, let's be honest. I don't think any of these teams. And call me out, Don. I don't really care, but I don't think when it comes down to it, any of these teams can hang with the Packers right now. I also don't think the Bears and the Saints is a fun matchup to look, to watch. No, and and Tampa Washington, I don't think is going to be either unless Washington wins. No, and also with like the bad Rams and the bad Seahawks. <laughs> so I think that the AFC games this off or this postseason is going to be the most fun to watch. Yeah, like Without Browns Brown Steelers going to be fun. Derrick Henry is going to turn the whole Ravens team upside down. Yeah, I and hope so. I hope so. We'll see what happens. Well, before uh, we get into all the fun with games, news, and all that, let's kick it off with my with some part. facts. Brady's random facts. Go for it. Wild card edition. Awesome. I love that already. All right. Number one, the Bills haven't won a playoff game since 1995. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when they lost multiple Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. That was very heartbreaking, and that's why yeah. this year I am 100% in for Bills Mafia to win a Super Bowl. You're for the playoffs, for the playoffs and the Super Bowl, hopefully you're a Mafia fan. I am, I am a part of, if they would have me, I am a part of Bills Mafia for the rest of this season. Yeah. 100%, all in. I number might two. even jump through a table tomorrow. <laughs> uh, number two, only six wildcard teams have won the Super Bowl. You know when the last one was? I do not, because I never really go into research with this stuff. I remember, what was it? Uh, was it the year the Giants beat the Patriots and knocked them out of their unbeaten record? I think the Giants were a wild card team. Maybe. I think they were. Yeah. Well, um, since the Browns are now in the playoffs, the Jets now have the longest playoff drought with 10 seasons. Yeah, I believe it. The Brownies are finally back. Finally! Not even a Browns fan, but I'm took happy. Took forever. Yeah, I'm not even a Browns fan, but I'm happy. Hey, um, it's always fun, man, when you see teams finally kind of become relevant again. Yeah. When they were such a joke for such a long time. Those, <laughs> the Bucks. Fa- those fans are, are, they deserve it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <clears throat> the Bucks. Uh, number four, 
Since moving to Tennessee in 1997, the Titans have made the playoffs nine times. Yeah, I remember when that happened, too. It's interesting. From Houston to Tennessee. Back in the old days with the Titans. Yeah. With uh, Steve Air McNair, rest in peace. Kevin Dyson, Eddie George. It's good stuff. Tampa Bay's last playoff win was 19 years ago against the Redskins, a.k.a. the nowadays football team. That was team. 2002, right? 19 years ago. Uh, might be 2001. I'm not sure. 2002 it was. Uh, maybe. They won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. And there was like that look, then there was like that bit where they were just bad. Oh, they were bad for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not, not really a bit then. No. They, were, they were, were bad for a while. Those were my five fun facts. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk some news. Let's do it. Cowboys fired their defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan. Yep. And also their defensive line coach, Jim Tomsula. Long time. Both these guys have been around forever. So Mike McCarthy making some moves to his coaching staff yeah. from year two because year one was not successful at all for the Dallas Cowboys. Also, um, I don't know if this was on your list or not, but uh, Matt Schaub announced he was going to be retiring. Matt Schaub, long time Atlanta Falcon, Houston Texan. And did you found out Baltimore Raven. Yeah, I don't even remember that, but Texans I know, definitely my Atlanta Falcons I know. Yeah. Long career. Thank you for your service to my Falcons, sir. Always love Shabby. Yeah. Always love Shabby from the very beginning. Uh, definitely got his gig in Houston with the Texans. Played pretty well there. Yep. Um, led his team to playoffs a couple of years, I think. Back here at Atlanta as a backup. Enjoyed having him here. He's always a trusty, trusty backup to have. He can come in and be serviceable. That's all you can really count on right now. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. You know, some other news. Interesting news. It's going to be interesting news. We talked the other day about the Texans hiring their new GM, Nick Casario, from the Patriots. Yeah, yeah Deshaun Watson wasn't happy. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's potentially looking for a way out. Yeah. Apparently, ownership with the Houston Texans uh, mentioned or told Deshaun that he would be involved, being that he is the franchise there, in GM searching and talking to them and, and picking a GM. Yeah, cool. didn't, even, didn't even ask the guy. They, they just went and hired <laughs> one, and uh, he is not too pleased. Apparently, he has talked to some uh, some teammates and said he is potentially thinking about asking for a trade. Yeah. Also, just like a little thing uh, for you here, um, Schaub played for the Falcons, the Texans, the Raiders, the Ravens, and then back to the Falcons. Interesting. He played for the Raiders in 2014, the Ravens in 2015. Yeah, short stints there before he came back to yeah. Atlanta. That's just a little thing because That's cool. we were talking about this earlier and I told him that he played for the Ravens and yeah, he had no idea. I and I said, that. I'm like, I think he might have also I, played for the Raiders. I knew he was somewhere, but I didn't know where. I lost track of him after Houston. Anyways, back to whenever you're done. But, uh, but to Sean, there's a lot of fun things going around now about who can trade what for Deshaun Watson. Uh you know, we, we, there's a lot of news or rumors, I guess, you know, with, with the Falcons potentially taking a quarterback in the draft here, like Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or somebody like that. You know, this is the only quarterback right now that there's a rumor about that I would be okay trading a lot for. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan is always going to be my QB, no matter what. That dude has done so much. It's 
been a blast to watch. Such a massive fan of that guy. But if you're going to part ways with ice, with the Iceman, it better not be for a rookie. Yeah. And it better be a trade like Matt Ryan and the number four pick and more for Deshaun Watson. That is the only QB I would even consider moving away from Matt Ryan for. And that's just because he's yeah. young and he's mobile I and think he's got a cannon of an arm. We were we were actually talking about this earlier, and I'm pretty sure you said the football team might actually go after him. I think that would be an amazing I, – I haven't heard that anywhere, but I think that would be such a great fit. I mean, Ron Rivera is already used to a, a, a mobile QB with a cannon when he was with Cam in Carolina. Yeah. Deshaun Watson so much better than Cam. Yeah. Now, when you add that with Antonio Gibson – uh, Terry McLaurin and that defense. Oh my gosh! You add another piece on offense, maybe another stud wide receiver, another tight end, something else. Oh man, that could be a team that would immediately put them heads above yeah. everybody else in the NFC East. Uh, whether Dax with Dallas again or not next year, yeah. right? Deshaun Watson's there. Um, also, um, we were I told you about this earlier. Um, I was on YouTube and there was a poll there that said um, out of like four teams, what team should Deshaun Watson go to? And there was four. I'm pretty sure it was like football team, Falcons, Niners, and then like another team. And the uh, Niners actually had the most votes, and I actually agree with that because could you imagine what those offensive weapons could have? Those offensive weapons with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays? That would be a great Deshaun spot Watson? Him. Yeah. That'd be tough. That'd be crazy. You know, so so here's the thing. There's only a couple of teams that have the kind of draft stock without selling the next couple of years worth of draft picks, right? If this, first of all, I don't think he's going anywhere, okay? But if he does, there's only a couple of teams, like Miami, for example. Miami has draft stock to trade for Deshaun Watson. They can trade, essentially, to a, the number three pick and the number, what is it, 18 or 19 that they have this year, two number ones and Tua for Deshaun Watson. That's pretty good. When you're getting Tua, you can also pick number three, which, hey, if Tua's not your guy, pick another one, and then you get another one at like 18. The reason I think the, reason I think the Niners should go after him is just because the only thing that, like, like... Jimmy G, he's he's a good quarterback, but um, one thing, one major thing is missing is that he is not a mobile quarterback. Well, he's not, but but that's the thing is if you're that good at a, at being is. a pocket quarterback, then you don't need to be a mobile quarterback. You do if you need to take off. Well, you do. You have to be mobile enough, right? Matt, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, those guys aren't mobile quarterbacks, but they get it done. So that's, I mean, I get, I mean, I definitely get where you're coming from. But I, th I mean, him in that San Francisco offense, oh my gosh. That would be hard to stop with those wide receivers, those Absolutely. running backs, yeah. Kittle. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of money. They're going to have to pony up. But if they ponied it up is. a lot for Jimmy G, Deshaun is more than worth that. Yeah. So there's, that's just some news to kind of keep your eye on, folks. And I'm sure you've been hearing it, you know, if, if you've been paying attention to this kind of news the last day or two. Uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson not so happy. J.J. Watt potentially on the way out. Man, these Texans are looking to flip upside down. Yeah, like you were talking about last episode about J.J. saying to Deshaun, like, I'm sorry, we wasted, like, another one of your years. Yep, and you know what? With all that going on, 
ownership not looking at Deshaun as the face of that team and that franchise like he is, somebody else would appreciate it a lot more. Honestly, I'd love to see him go to Washington. I think that'd be so amazing. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, well, now on to the wild card preview. Nah, let's wait. All right. Let's keep people hanging. I was just saying, I was but, just saying that because I think it might be. <laughs> no, let's, let's talk a couple other things. Well, why not? Because we got time. There's only six games to talk about, not, <laughs> not, not as many as usual. Let's talk about uh, all the players that were selected to the All-Pro team. Oh, sure. All-Pro right. All team rosters got released today. Congrats to everybody who is either first or second team All-Pro. We know this is such a, uh, a much bigger reward and award for you all than the Pro Bowl. Uh, but kudos to all of you. Let's kind of run through it and see if we have any objections, shall we? Sure. First team all pro quarterback, A.A. Ron Rogers. He's going to be MVP anyways. So yeah, I, so I first so. team all pro, I get it. Running back, dump truck Derrick Henry. Dump truck Derrick. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Tyree Kill. I kind of think Calvin should be in there. But we'll see. Left tackle. David Bakhtiari, right tackle, Jack Conklin, left guard, Quentin Nelson, right guard, Brandon Scherf, center, Corey Lindsley. That's two Green Bay linemen, by the way. A Green Bay wide receiver and a Green Bay quarterback. Uh, center, I'm not 100% sure about. So, um, I don't mind that team. To be, I mean, can you imagine that team, first of all? <laughs> well, I, mean, I can think of, like, two better centers. Who? Alec Mack. No, not anymore. Jason Kelsey. Not anymore. Not anymore. How long is Alex be playing? Alex Mack, definitely not anymore. Oh, well, he's old. In his heyday, absolutely. I'm talking this season. Yeah, I know. Jason Kelsey, yeah, I, he was hurt most of the year, wasn't he? No, I don't think so. No? I don't know. He hasn't been himself since the Super Bowl. It was all at party and after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. No, the, the Green Bay Packers offensive line is probably one of the best lines in football right now. They've been keeping Aaron Rodgers upright, which is why he's been able to do so much. Um, I'm not going to pick on any linemen there in here because they all deserve it. Um, definitely one of the toughest positions to play. I mean, I, I could agree with Derek. I can agree with Kelsey. I can agree, I agree with, with that entire offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Calvin deserves to be in there, to be honest with you. And that's not just my Falcons bias. That's, that's I think he was just that good. Yeah, well, like, if you match up players with, like, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, I mean... Stephon Diggs, those, those three wide receivers, I mean... The best wide receivers this year. I mean, they get it, but when you look at stats, I actually think Ridley's were a little better <laughs> than Stephon Diggs, to be honest with you, but... Maybe. That's just me. Um, let's look at defense, right? That was the offense. Look at the picture of this defense right here. Edge rushers, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett was one of the best <laughs> this season. Interior lineman, Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner. Sheesh. Can you imagine that front four? TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, and DeForest Buckner. He's freaking sacking the QB every um, play, unless the QB was Josh Allen or Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, linebackers, Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard. Jeez. That is... That defense is like... That's unbelievable. That's the dude, real legion of boom right dude, there. We're not even at the defensive backs yet. Corners... Xavier Howard, the interception champ of the year. Jalen Ramsey. Safeties. The Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew. Minka Fitzpatrick and Buda Baker. That defense would be absolutely unstoppable. 
imagine all those players are on the Chiefs. No one's losing. Oh my gosh, that defense is ridiculous. The only the only weakness I see here, and I don't want to. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. I don't want to say weakness. It's not a weakness. You mean weakness? I don't mean weakness. I mean, mean something weakness? that I can I can argue about is linebackers. Oh really? I think there are a lot of phenomenal linebackers this year. Are you gonna talk about Fred Warner? Yeah, he's talking about Fred Warner. It's Fred hard. Warner is calling you weak. It's hard to. Uh, I'm talking about two of them. I'm talking about him and B Wags, actually. What? No, Bobby Wagner is the best middle linebacker this year. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, who's better than him? If I had to pick someone, I would move someone from the second team, which we'll talk about in a minute. I would take Devin White from Tampa over him this season. Yeah, this season. Well, that's what this is. That's what this roster's for. This isn't all time. This is this season's all pro team. Bobby Wagner's still better. Anyway, it's no slight on those guys. I'm just saying if I were building this team. What position does Levante David play? He would be another one. Oh. Because oh, this isn't middle linebacker. This is linebackers in general. But Levante David should be in there instead right. of like Fred Warner or something. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There, You could definitely think about maneuvering people around. But either way, congrats to all these guys. Special teams, by the way, place kicker, Miami Dolphins, Jason Sanders. Should have been Young Way Koo. Get out of here. Should have been He's right now. This year. I mean, Sanders is probably second. But let's be honest. That team would go... That team this year absolutely would go undefeated. We also have a punter, Jake Bailey from New England. Never even heard of him. Making the all-pro team. Uh, kick returner, Cordell, Pat- uh, Cordell Patterson. Obviously. Punt returner, Gunnar Olszewski from New England. No Special teamer, George Odom from the Colts. Long snapper, Morgan Cox from the Ravens. I would absolutely love to just see that team go against the Jets. I don't even know what that would do. That would be a fun game to watch. The Jets would lose 100 to nothing. The second team, I see a lot of issues here. <laughs> Let's talk second team all pro. Offense, quarterback, Josh Allen. All right. And Patrick Mahomes. It was a tie. Best QB duo. Running back, Alvin Kamara. All right. No. Uh, tight end? They don't have one. Seriously? That's a joke. Yeah. There's a couple of tight ends. Put big old Bob Tanyan in there from Green Bay. That dude was phenomenal. Yeah. Or the Raiders tight end. Darren Waller would be fantastic. They don't even have one in here. Get out of here. It's stupid. Wide receivers. Listen to this. D-hop. Justin Jefferson. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. DK Metcalf and Cole Beasley. Don't tell me those receivers are phenomenal. That's insane. Left that receiving ta- core would be awesome. Left tackle, Garrett Bowles from Denver. Right tackle, Ryan Ramchek from New Orleans. Left guard, Joel Batonio from Cleveland, which we're not even going to see in the playoffs because of COVID. Right guard, also from Cleveland, Wyatt Teller. Uh, center, Ryan Kelly and Frank Ragno. That's a pretty solid offensive line. Uh, 
Take a look at defense. Edge rushers. Khalil Mack, Zadarius Smith. Yeah, I heard a lot about Mack this year. Now he hasn't really been disrupting teams this year. Is that is that I mean, is that just because it's you know, the the Bears were kind of I mean, they're in the playoff. Well, they're in the playoffs, and you haven't heard Khalil Mack a whole lot. Yeah, well, Dad. You know they're like eight and seven right now. They were five and one at one point this year. That's a big. That's a big thing to say. They lost six more times. No, they did not. They're eight and seven. I'm pretty sure. And they were well, five and one. Well, first of all, season. that doesn't equal sixteen. Aren't they ten and six? Um, I don't. I no clue. Let's look this up. Oh, they're eight and eight. No, still they lost seven more well, times. That's even more pathetic than I thought. Never mind. I was thinking they were ranked better than what they were. I'm telling you. But either way, like, why is Khalil Mack in there? I... Anyway, let's keep talking. I'm going to look something something up on Khalil Mack because I I think that was more of a popularity contest pick right there. Um, interior lineman, Chris Jones, Cam Hayward. That would be a force that to be reckoned with. Uh, linebackers, I like this a lot. Devin White, Tampa. Demario Davis, New Orleans. Only Saint player I like. Levante David. There we go. Tampa. Roquan Smith, Chicago. That is probably the fastest linebacking core I have ever seen. If you would put our dude in there. Debo. Debo. That would be the speediest linebacker core ever. Maybe even Foyer. Hey, I'm just saying. Hey, honestly, this year? Possible. Listen to these corners. Well, let's do corners and safeties because he only did two each. Jair Jair Alexander. Tredavious White. Jamal Adams. Jesse Bates. All right. All right. I'm not sure about Jamal. Talking about he's injured half the year, so I just you tell me there's not a better safety in there. Don't think so. Come on already. Gotta be. Got it. I think some players, some of these guys, got in here because of their name. Um, could you imagine? See, this is what this is. This team should. These teams should be the Pro Bowl teams. This no, year. what I want to see. Put these two teams against each other. First team and second team. All pros. Let's play a game. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, this should be like, this should be like, these two should be the Pro Bowl teams, but they should play like it's a real football, like a real football game. Place kicker, Justin Tucker. Uh, Punter, Jack Fox from Detroit. Kick returner, Andre Roberts. Punt returner, Jakeem Grant. Special teamer, Matthew Slater. Long snapper, Luke Rhodes. Yeah. I think that, uh, I would, you know what? They should really do that. Instead of... Any kind of Pro Bowl, anything else. The Pro Bowl was like a kid's flag football game. This game would be, I mean. See, they like I said, they need to have these teams go against each other and then play it like it's a real football game. Yeah. Play it like it's the Super Bowl. Like you act like you won to win. Do you imagine literally just like two people just like, like, I don't know, just people like colliding with each other. It awesome. would be insane. So let's take a look at something here. I'm just curious if I didn't, if you just didn't hear it or what, but let's take a look at Khalil Mack for this season. Um, like I said, I'm just curious what it looked like. Uh, 
He played 894 snaps. That's pretty good. Um, 10 sacks. Had no idea. Wow. That's pretty awesome. 27 tackles, which is actually the lowest of his career. Wow. Um, Actually, 10 sacks is actually his third lowest out of his career. That's insane right there. Oh, my gosh. He had two years with 11, one with 13, and one with 16. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's just a pretty average season for him. I mean, it's the same for him. You know, I mean, it's a great season, but his tackling not that great, to be honest with you. Oh. Huh. Anyway, you just didn't hear much about the guy. Not like yeah. you used to, you know, but... Back then, he'd be like, he'd be taking down everybody. Well, that's what I mean. It just seems seems weird. Sacking the but QB anyway, like five times a game. That's the all-pro team. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about rookies. Let's talk a little bit about rookies. Because we have, because, well, you know, we've, we talk each and every week about offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, everybody knows NFL media analyst, scout guy, fantastic with the combine, Daniel Jeremiah. Right. He released his rookie rankings. Um, and I got some audio going on here. Nonsense stuff. Um, let's, let's run down these and th- see what your thoughts are. Now, picture this as a rank whole season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, he has my boy Herbie. Justin Herbert. All right. I can believe it. I can believe rookie it. records that he now holds. Touchdown passes for a rookie and passing yards per game. He averaged 289 yards per game as a rookie. Also 31 touchdown passes. And he closed the season on a four-game win streak. All right. That's pretty solid. Number two, he's got Justin Jefferson. Um, Definitely deserves to potentially be number one as well after beating the all-time rookie receiving yard record of Anquan Bolden's and Randy Moss's rookie record. Uh, number three, he has Chase Young. Number four, he has Joey Burrow. Five, he has Tristan Wirfs. Six, Jonathan Taylor. Ridiculous. Six, um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he actually had him from original rankings. Like We talked about this. Like Taylor wasn't really used for the first half of the season or more. After that, he was. Um, after that, he took off. Right? Yeah. He ran, um, hasn't, didn't really do a whole lot the first 10 games of the season. And then after that, he ran for 741 yards and seven touchdowns wow. in the last six weeks. He actually moved up in, in DJ's rankings here 19 spots because of his last six, seven weeks. Wow. Uh, number seven, T. Higgins. Number eight, Derek Brown, which is defensive tackle for the Panthers. Number nine, Chase Claypool. Ten, Antoine Winfield Jr. Eleven, Jeremy Chin. Twelve, Makai Becton. Thirteen, Jedrick Wills. Uh, Fourteen, some guy I can't pronounce his last name, Mike Onwenu. I'm going to go with from the Patriots. He's an offensive guard. Fifteen, James Robinson. Sixteen, Antonio Gibson. Seventeen, Brandon Ayuk. Eighteen, Patrick Queen. Nineteen, CeeDee Lamb. 20, Cameron Curl, 21, J.K. Dobbins, 22, DeAndre Swift, 23, Julian Blackman, 24, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 
25, Kenneth Murray. All right. That's pretty solid. I trust DJ. I like DJ's stuff. Podcast is awesome. Um, love watching when, especially when he was with Mayock with the combine and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with this. And when you look at offensive rookie of the year, as we've talked about for weeks, it's going to be between Herbie and Jefferson. Absolutely. When you look at defensive, it's Chase Young is going to be in there, of course, just because of who he is. And then you really have to kind of decide, well, I, I think it's going to be between Chase Young, Antoine Winfield, and Jeremy Chin. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy, Jeremy Chin finished all rookies, led all rookies with 116 tackles. He also broke, like, not only just, like, a rookie record, but also, like, a record in general. Yeah. He had back-to-back scoop-and-score touchdowns in a span of 10 seconds. He scored twice. Wow. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, Antoine Winfield Jr. from the Bucks, 91 tackles, six passes defended, three sacks, two forced fumbles. I mean, that's and a pick, one interception. Wow. Jeremy Chins, I think, is slightly better than that. That's it, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be between, uh, if it was me, I'd be deciding between Chase Young and Jeremy Chin. I'd choose Jeremy Chin. Agree. What's next? Here it is. is. Super wild card weekend. We kick Finally. it off. We kick it off tomorrow with the best game <laughs> of the weekend. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts taking on Bills Mafia yes. and the Buffalo Bills. You go on your mafia train and start talking about the Bills. I'll give you a few minutes. I, I don't even know what to say. I am I am hardcore taking the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Just please do not take the Colts lightly. Jonathan Taylor's coming on. Philly Rivers is doing his thing. That defense is ridiculously good with Kenny Moore, Darius Leonard, all those guys. Bill's getting a win. Josh Allen's going to show why he should be the MVP. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley dinged up, but practicing. They're fine. They also brought on ex-Houston Texan and Miami Dolphin Kenny Stills as a third option for wide receiver, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Matt Milano needs to get his defense stepping up with Trey Day, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. They need to shut down that running game from Indianapolis. And they need to control what Rivers is doing. But the Buffalo Bills and Bills Mafia get a big-time playoff win in the first round here at Wildcard. I choose... Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills Mafia getting a win. Next game on Saturday is at 440 instead of like 415 or something. The Los Angeles Rams are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks because the Rams have been absolutely terrible ever since, I don't know, a few weeks ago. You know, I don't know who I want to take here. I'm going to look at a few stats here while I'm doing What you think? Well, here's the thing. Oh, we're going to have DK Metcalf against Jalen Ramsey again. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. I here, Here's the thing. I think if the Rams are going to win this game, it's got to be by defense. Uh, you got good old Wolford, I think, going to be QB. I don't think Goff's ready. I think he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball from what I heard, what I understand. Uh, and he's spinning it pretty well again. So I don't know if Goff's going to be in there. I don't think McVay said yet. But it's going to be him or Wolford. 
the running game is never that great. It was good one week when Cam Akers went off. Um, Cooper Cup is back. You mentioned that the other day off the COVID list. So that's, I mean, best news possible for them. Yeah. Um, I don't think Goff will be, though. He could be. He could be. They didn't, they didn't put him on IR or do anything, so he's just ready to go whenever he's ready. Um, but he's back at practice throwing the ball and looking good, apparently, from that thumb surgery. So we'll see what happens. Wolford, I think, played fairly well last week when they needed him to. Um, and with this being an NFC West battle, these games are always tight and tough anyway. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm going to go Seattle, but I, I would not be surprised if the Rams win. I don't think Seattle's that much better, to be honest with you. After these last few weeks, no, they're not. So I, I think Seattle's been one of those teams where it's been really tight for them and really close in a lot of games when it shouldn't have been. This game's going to end like 7-19 to 19 or something. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, next game, Saturday night game, 8-15 Eastern time, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to travel to Washington to take on the football team because Washington was the number one in their division. I'm taking football team. You know, just take the Bucks. Doesn't matter. I don't want to. I want to take Washington, and I'm going to take Washington. But you have a feeling the Bucks are going to win. I think the Bucks are going to beat them like fifty-two to six. Honestly, absolutely murder the football team. I think they might. No, the game's going to end like twenty to like sixteen. Here's the thing. Again, this is. I'm going to speak just the way I I said about the Rams. If Washington wants to win. Their defense needs to play the best football they've played all year. Their defense needs to play like they did against Steelers. Even better. I don't know if that's possible. Well, they're going to have to because there's a lot more weapons and a much better quarterback with Tampa than with Pittsburgh. And the running game with Tampa is a lot better than Pittsburgh's. So as long as Alex Smith can play, I think they have a shot. They do not have the firepower on offense to go blow to blow with Tampa. So that defense is going to have to shut down Tom Brady. They're going to have to get to him fast, very fast. And that coverage from Washington is going to have to be phenomenal. Yeah. But I'm still going Washington because I want Riverboat Ron to keep on chugging along the river here. Yeah. Sunday's games. I am talking about the first one. Go for it. Now on to Sunday's games, January 10th, 1.05 Eastern time. The Baltimore Ravens. Are going against Tennessee Titans just like last year. I'm taking the Titans. Titans. Same Derek way Henry, as last year. Same way as last year. Derrick Henry is going to turn around their entire team like he did Daryl Thomas. I'm taking Tennessee as well. I think they're ready to go. Baltimore is going to have all that extra pent-up energy frustration because of how it ended last year when Tennessee gets to come in here healthy and just focused on winning a football game because they beat them last year, and they can do it again. And Lamar needs to play like he has been playing for the last few weeks. See, he was MVP Lamar last year, and they still got crushed. Here's the problem. This time of year, everybody's hurt, and everybody's dinged up, everybody's tired. Somehow, dump truck Derek gets a new tank of gas and an oil change. Nobody knows, and he's running like it's week one. Yeah. So I'm taking Tennessee all the way uh, against the Ravens here. Unless they could do something special that we haven't seen all year, Tennessee Titans getting the win. 
Next game. Next game, 440, Sunday afternoon. Chicago Bears taking New Orleans Saints. The Bears. The posers. I'm taking Mitchell and Allen Robinson. I'm taking Mitchell and his posers. <laughs> I this is this is more personal to me. I just want to see another Bear excuse Fal- from Bear- the Saints fans. You're a Falcons fan, that's fine. I know. I just want to see more excuses from the Saints fans as to why they lose. So, the Bears. I think you're like a diehard Falcons fan. Just a little bit. A little bit. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Sunday night Final game. Final game. Sunday night game. The second, or no, third game from the, or third best game of wild, wild, wild card weekend. Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking the Brownies. Brownies without a head coach and star players. Yeah. No Stefanski, no other coaches, no, no Batonio, no couple other players. Nope. <laughs> it's it's tough going, tough sledding for them right now. Yeah. But is that week off going to be good for those Pittsburgh players? I don't think so. I think they're getting their groove back, Stella. But I think the Brownies are going to run down the Steelers all day long. You know what I realized? The Browns have been doing better ever since Odell got injured. Hmm. Some teams don't work well with so many weapons. You know what they've been doing better since he got hurt? Running the football and using their tight ends. It's true. Just saying. I know. Taking the Brownies. The Brownies. Oh, man, I hope so. That will end our predictions for Wild 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 Card Weekend. I'm it's gonna, gonna be a good weekend. I'm gonna call, like, I'm gonna it's call gonna it be some, it's gonna be some good football. The Wild Wild West Weekend. Wild Wild West Weekend. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Wild Wild West Weekend. It's gonna be a good weekend of football. I hope. Hopefully, it starts out with a Buffalo win, and then the rest of my weekend can be good. Not unless the dude. If uh, here, here's what's the gonna Ravens happen. Win and the Steelers. Here, win here's what's gonna happen. Win. Just and everybody listening, be please be prepared because when we come back next week, next Wednesday, to talk about the winners, maybe we'll even do one earlier in the week just because there's no Monday night game, there's no nothing else. Nope. Maybe we'll come back and do one Tuesday or Monday even. Uh, please be prepared for absolute excitement and just over the top craziness on this show if Buffalo, Washington, and Cleveland. All win. And Tennessee. Not even that one. So if the other three win, I will be. We're about to get. The roof would blow off. Boom. I, I don't even know what I'd say. It, it would just, it would be so much fun. Uh, but anyway, I think that about wraps it up. The only other thing I guess we could talk about is there's still. Uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the show in the last episode about how the Texans got their GM, Nick Casario. No other GMs, no other coaches hired. Um, Urban Meyer meeting with the Jags today again to continue talking about possibly head coaching with Jacksonville. We will see what happens. Uh, But no other major news on the GM or head coach front with all the other teams looking for these different positions within their organization. And I don't expect it for another week or so, to be honest with you. For yeah. Atlanta, I was hoping they would do get something done soon, like a GM, and get somebody in place, and let's get this head coach thing figured out. That way we know we are where we are with the players. And I'm sure other fans for other teams that are looking for the same kind of thing, 
um, are hoping for sooner rather than later. But uh, we'll see what happens. But no major news on that front either. You know what game I want to see in the divisional round to the playoffs? What? Bills, Tennessee. Oh, yeah? That would, oh, my gosh. Right. Such, that would be such a great matchup. <laughs> Only if there are hard-hitting teams or players on the Titans defense or um, Bills defense. Interesting. So Derek Henry can run a mover. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really focused on this weekend currently because I think we're, we're, in, we're in store for a couple of really, really good games here. Yeah, and then we got and we got two and then we got two other weeks that'll just be you got the divisional round and then the conference. And games. then next week you toss in Kansas City and Green Bay. Oh, it's gonna be good games. And then we got the greatest game of them all, the Super Bowl. The AFC championship game where it's Chiefs Bills. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. That would be so, that that literally would be the Super Bowl. I think that is I think those are the two best teams in football. You know what I think we you know what I think we should do in the offseason? I think in the playoffs we should compare the losers and and see who we think would win in those matchups. I'll do it. To be coming. Write in it down. Write it down. Make a note. We'll do it. To be coming in 2021. Jeff and Brady compare the losers in the playoffs and see which <laughs> and see which team out of those two would win. Oh my. Well, that wraps up Wild Wild West Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> It absolutely it's does. Four, that's four wilds in, in a sentence, but it doesn't matter. Appreciate everybody listening here. All Out Blitz podcast. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoys the weekend. Have a great weekend. Love watching the football. Wild, wild, wild card twist. Best time of year for football. Playoff playoff football. Is, that's what time it is. Oh, that's a new that's a new name for it. Wild, wild, wild card west. West. That's, yeah, you can't even say that one time fast or one time normal, let alone ten times fast. <laughs> wild, wild, wild card rest. <laughs> rest, rest. So, uh, but yeah, so from us here at the All Bliss Podcast, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy football. We'll check early next week. Back with you to talk about what yes. happened on the Wild Wild West Wild Wildcard Weekend. You can't even say it either. And I can't say it. Either. Wild Wild Wildcard West. <laughs> I did it. Awesome. Wild Wild Wildcard West. Wild, 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 wild. So everybody have a great weekend. Yes. We will see you next week. Peace out. Peace.